0: Welcome to Hashtags and Stilettos with Sakita Holly, the podcast that's like having your own personal publicist in your pocket, sharing business, lifestyle, and PR tips on demand. This is episode nine. Why did it end this way, Patty? Or better yet, why did it end this way? Now look, I love me some Patty Labelle. And I'm sure you guys have all seen this phenomenon of the sweet potato pies. And if you haven't, I'm going to put all of the reference videos, all the information in the show notes on hashtags and stilettos.com So you can check that after the end of uh, this episode. And Patty, you really messed up. And I hate to have to come to you in this way when you said uh, that your pies were selling out before James's video. And collectively i think we were all like where when how nobody knew about the pies before the viral video where james turned into you after tasting just a slice of the pie right and she made these comments not once but twice once on a today show and then again in a tmz interview and I feel like I'm upset, really. Like to be totally honest, I'm upset, I'm disappointed because this was like such a great PR opportunity, right? And she she started it off handling it really, really well. But just let's talk about the stats first. The Patty Pies hit the shelves in September of this year. Nobody heard of them. James went out, got a pie, and then this is probably how they were selling before his video, right? One of your grandmoms or aunties was in the Walmart, you know, getting some stuff, walked by aisle, and they saw a, a Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie. They said, Oh, Patty got a pie. Okay, cool. I'm $348. I'm let's not too bad. Let me just grab one of these. That's how they were selling before. But then James got him a pie, or better yet, five pies, and one for Katrina. And At its peak after the video, when I saw the video, probably like the week of November 12th, I saw it, it had about 500,000 views at the time. Now it's well over 10 million, right? But at its peak, Walmart was selling out of pies, one pie per second for 72 hours. That's a lot of pies. People were selling out, it was crazy. And this video was like a PR gift that was wrapped in 24 karat gold paper and bedazzled with thousands of the rarest diamonds. And my beloved Patti LaBelle, your beloved Patti LaBelle, threw that all the way, right? So, on this episode, what I really want to do, because I know a lot of you guys are, you know, work for different big brands, you guys are business owners, you're creatives. What I want to do, I really want to talk about viral videos, what they are, why you can't deliberately do that, and I want to talk about the power of social influence and if you ever find yourself on the receiving end of a viral of a viral moment, whether it's good or bad, how to leverage and take advantage of or, you know, make it go away. So first, let's get into the viral video part of it, right? So that's what we have here. We have a viral video. So what is a viral video? At the most basic level, it's a video or a piece of content that becomes popular through social sharing on the internet. So if you like it, you told one person, that person told another person. It's like the oldest form of like word of mouth, right? So when... Walmart received this gift because the pies were flying off their shelves. They handled it really, really well. They started having people man their phones, answering their phones with, Hi, you know, this is such and such at Walmart. We're out of patty pies, or if you're looking for patty pies, we have this many left, or this is when we'll get them back in stock. They moved all the pies from the pie section or the food section. Probably to the front of the store where they created, as we've seen in a lot of pictures that have been shared, shopping shops, which is basically where you have a dedicated area for your product or for one product or one set of products. And, you know, they were updating people online, they had their spokespeople on it. I mean, they were ready to go, they loved it. And then when the pie started selling out and the manufacturer, could not keep up with demand. They went to the corporate produce department and ordered 2 million pounds at the last count of sweet potatoes to send to the manufacturer so that they could have the ingredients to make more pies. So Walmart, kudos to you. You finally did something right. You handled something with flying colors. You passed. Patty, on the other hand, my beloved Patty, this this really was her gift, right? This was for her because we love you. We You've always been, a, so you've given us so much. You've given us the music. You've given us the hair, the look, the clothes, the arm flapping. And then you gave us a sweet potato pie, right? So we wanted to reward you in a sense by going out and buying these pies. So she started out handling it right. So... First, we saw a tweet from her Twitter account that said, oh, I love this. But I know, because she said it several times publicly, that she does not handle social media. I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't even know how to get to Twitter. Um, So when I saw that, people were like, did you see this? I'm like, ah, I'm not going to believe it. Then she took it a step further, and she called James. And that is when I was like, okay the team they they everybody's thinking right they got their head on straight she called James he didn't interview you know she said all these wonderful things about him and that's great a lot of people feel like she owes him money or she owes him a lot of different things she doesn't because she didn't ask him to do this video this is this is what happens but that's when she started to mess up she could have took it a step further but she decided to, in the midst of all these nice things that she said about him, she has kind of distanced herself from the notion that this video, this guy, is the reason. Her pies are flying off the shelf. Now, I'm not sure if this is kind of a a legal thing, so that he has no grounds to sue or any grounds to like demand something, but it just feels like it could have been handled differently. And really, I believe it's just a lack of, of knowledge and understanding and respect for this new era of social influence, bloggers, influencers, individuals who can really have a voice, a powerful voice who can make the cash register sing, which is what James did um, in this case. And I find that... This is not just a Patty LaBelle thing. This is what happens in large corporations. This is what sometimes I'm faced with when I deal with clients where they don't really understand viral video. So let's talk a little bit about that. And one of the things that I've really, 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 I will say until the very end of my days is that you cannot deliberately, purposely create A viral video you cannot reserve a conference room you can't call a meeting you can't call your homie you cannot predict what will go viral you can't because it requires participation from the crowd it requires me to like something you've did it well enough to share it with my best friend right and my grandmother or my cousin And then it requires them to, in turn, share it with someone they know. And then so on and so forth. What you can do, the only thing you can do is know your audience well enough, know what they like, know their dislikes, know who they are, understand the nuances, what type of content have they been responding to, what are they paying attention to, um, and then you can bring in the best elements You know, if you want to create a video or a piece of content. And once you create that content as to the best of your abilities, you put it out into the world, out into the internet, out into the marketplace, and you hope for the best. You hope that it goes viral. On the flip side of that, you can if you want, you know, I've literally have clients like, We want a viral video, we want a viral campaign and I'm like, have a seat, okay? Like, I need you to really understand what you're talking about. And right now you don't. And let me help you. Let me let me just come back, come back, come back to reality. You know, come back to reality, because a lot of what brands and and people want is they want the most views. They want the most eyeballs. They want the most likes. They want the most retweets for something. But it's like. Measure what matters. And, you know, if you want to get a certain number of eyeballs on something, the best way to kind of guarantee that you hit that number is by advertising. Now, hitting that number doesn't even really mean that the right people saw your stuff because, again, not all impressions create the value that you want. So it's like we have to move ourselves away from this idea that we can just go into a studio. And chop up a, a you know some content and make a viral video because when you look at what James did, the cost of those tens of millions of people, the cost of those millions of dollars of pies, really comes down to the fact that it, it it's the cost of one pie, which is three dollars and forty eight cents. He bought five of them, but it was one pie and one slice of pie that was the basis of his video and it was the camera on his smartphone so he didn't need any high-tech equipment he didn't need you know a whole lot of stuff to make this video and that's why it resonated it was authentic it was you know it was about patty labelle who so many of us love and it was just quick we understood it because we when we eat something good that's usually how we react in the privacy of our own home. So it it moved us to go and buy that pie. So want to jump and um, talk about the power of social influence, because right along with when you look at viral videos and, and what people don't understand about them, they also don't understand the power of social influence. And it, when you're wor- working with people like James, whether it's bloggers, influencers, or individuals who are relevant to what you're doing, don't underestimate your audience, right? Don't underestimate your fans. Don't underestimate the people who have rallied around you. No matter what you're doing, you could be making sweet potato pies, you could be making info products, you could be doing you know, a Twitter chat. You Anything that you're doing, if you have people that rally around you, don't underestimate them. Instead, give them the tools to talk about you, right? Share things that are happening, share materials or products, or just give them access to that stuff on your website, or create a a product that is really, really, really good and hope that they they do what James did. Um, And if they do, it's important that you embrace it because James's video was not politically correct, James's video was not some buttoned up thing that a man or woman in a suit would have ordered to be created or would have asked for or would have even known to ask for. It was filled with curses here and there, not you know, in an offensive way, but just in a using vernacular that is so familiar and accessible to so many of us. And it, it wasn't polished in any way, but it was perfect you have to allow it, the creators your audience to speak and create using their voice because this is why they're influential in the first place there's so many people that want to work with bloggers and influencers but then they want to tell them okay well you know use these three things talk about it this way make sure you say this keyword and that keyword and make sure you insert this marketing message but that's not, if that's what you want, go make an advertisement that nobody cares about. If you're going to work with influencers or really embrace social influence and, and people and individuals that have that thing, you have to fall back a little bit and trust that they know what they're doing, that they know how to connect with their audience, which if you're doing it right, overlaps with either the people you want to reach or overlaps with your existing audience now if you ever find yourself on the receiving end of a viral moment I want to talk about how to leverage that so if it's a negative viral moment so if you know there's a video of you getting you know like Ronda Rousey she just got her head kicked in And she talks a lot of junk and she's the best this, the best that. So this viral moment that people are taking and finding pleasure in, it's not really her, you know, it's not her brightest moment. It's not the best look. But if you find yourself on the end of a negative viral moment, you need to, depending on what it is, come clean right away, be transparent, laugh it off, allow yourself to be the butt of that joke. You know, she could come out and say, yeah, you guys are right. And, you know, talk about here's how I'm going to get back to glory whatever. And eventually people will move on to the next thing. But if you don't address it, you're adding fuel to the fire and they will not let it go until they know that you've seen it, till they know that you've been affected by it in a certain way. Now, if you're on the receiving end of a positive viral moment, which the patty pie was, <clears throat> you need to spring into action right away and include the viral thing in your marketing and PR efforts. In this case, Patty started off on the right foot. She called James, which was great she could have surprised him and, you know, showed up at his house or invited him somewhere, you know, maybe had him go to the TV station to do a live interview and she shows up and catch it on video. Um, and again, she doesn't owe him anything, but she could have given him something valuable. Um, or another thing to do if you're on the receiving end of something like this where it's about a product is announce the next thing. Announce the next product. Like, Give us a peach cobbler. Like, that's more up my alley. You know, give us capitalize on this buzz, capitalize on the money that's being made because whatever you do next, people are going to want it. People are going to automatically associate it with the thing that really worked out before, right? They're going to associate the value of that and the taste of that with how great this sweet potato pie is. So, just to recap. You cannot create a viral video. It's just one of those things, just like the Why You Lying video. Why the f- you lying? He, his biggest mistake, and he talks about this, is that he was making videos for a long time before that. And they would get, at best, 100 likes. And this was a video that he just made just one random night. And his luck would have it that he did not put his watermark with his um, Instagram or Vine, whatever name on it, because he could not have predicted that people would have resonated with this when they didn't resonate with the thousand videos or hundreds of videos that he had created prior. So again, you cannot predict. There is no algorithm to say what is going to go viral. All you can do, bring the best elements together, know your audience really well, give them the tools to talk about you. Do not underestimate the power of social influence and how persuasive influencers can be to move the needle in terms of sales, to sell your product, to get you know the word out there. And if you find yourself on the receiving end of a viral moment, if it's negative, Acknowledge it. Get out the way. If it's positive, embrace it. It only happens every so often. Take advantage. I would love to hear from you guys, as always. So we've been talking about this on Twitter. You can hit me up at MissSuccess, M-I-S-S success, in my SS success. Or you can find all my contact information at hashtags and A-N-D, Feel free to shoot me an email if you have any questions that you'd love for me to address on a future episode. I love hearing from you guys. Talk to you soon.